All right, we'll pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word tonight. Yes, Lord. We thank you to have that we have mom and dad with us. And Lord, we just pray that we hear from you. Mm -hmm. And Lord, you impart truth into us mm -hmm. and change us. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, parents. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so we start. Okay. Well, first of all, let's say we want to say how privileged and honored we are to be a part of this uh, Wednesday evening uh, sharing time. Uh, we, we look forward to uh, sharing with you uh, this evening. And um, uh, there's, there's, there's so much that we can share. But anyway, <laughs> but we we're so delighted down. to be uh, with you this evening. And uh, we look forward to a great evening uh, together. Uh, this is my wife, Nolene. We've been married for... Mm, 45, maybe? 45 40, years, so 43. 43, 43 years. Mm -hmm. uh, we were married in 1977. Mm -hmm. You guys can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it'll be 45 years 45, this year yeah, yeah mm -hmm. 45 years we've been married this year yeah and um yeah so we're going to be talking uh this evening about part of uh that journey in our life and um yeah we won't go into all of the details of how we uh, connected because we do have some uh, conflicts. I have one um, story and my wife has a different story. So we'll just leave that there for now. <laughs> okay. But this is my wife, Nolene. And, um, and of course, we have two daughters, uh, Crystal Gale, who is uh, uh, one of your pastors, married uh, Sean. And I must put a plug in here uh, that we're extremely delighted to have Sean as our son-in-law. You know, I think the, was it the last time we were there or the time before I took him out and, you know, I, I said to him, you know, Sean, I am so proud of you, how you have taken care of our daughter, Crystal Gale, and he's doing an excellent job. So we're happy to have him as part of our family. And of course, we have Ashley, our younger daughter. Uh, she's still with us. She hasn't been married as yet. Um, so if you can send your applications into me so that I can review them, <laughs> then we can take it from here. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so uh, you, you want to add anything before we get started? No, we can get started. We have so much to share. It's um, been a great journey in our lives. Um, we were in ministry for, for a few years now, um, senior pastors of a church. And um, right now we're in a different season in our life, but we'll go back a little from where we started on some of our journey and um, how God has brought us through. And he is a faithful God. Uh, we've seen his his faithfulness over the years. So that's why we're still here mm -hmm. in ministry. So it's something that um, we're desiring to do, uh, to serve the Lord with all our hearts. And we have trained our, our children to do so. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about mm -hmm. what happened from the very beginning um, of our journey in ministry. And I hope tonight mm -hmm. that this will give you some hope mm -hmm. um, as we move forward. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me just say this. Both of us, we grew up in Christian homes. Um, uh, both of our uh, parents were Christians. My dad was actually a pastor, so I'm considered a PK, a preacher's kid. Okay, and um, sometimes that could be a good thing. Sometimes that could be a bad thing. But anyway, um, but we, you know, we we we've had some uh, pretty strong, solid uh, Christian foundation and heritage in our lives. And actually, it goes back, I can go back as far as my grandparents. Uh, they were Christians as well. Uh, I don't know too much what happened before then, but um, yeah. And um, yeah, so that was, that's part of our spiritual heritage. Mm -hmm. uh, the other part um, as well is, well, well, first of all, let, let me just start off with... Um, 
our talking points for tonight. Um, first of all, let me share a verse of scripture with you as the foundation for what we want to share with you this evening. And it's found in Psalms 139 verse uh, 16. 16 in the Passion Translation. And it reads, you saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I ever had ever seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. So this scripture says to us tonight that God already had have our plans worked out even before we were born. There is a book that he has written on each of us. And part of our journey in this life is to follow the plan that God has for us. And, and of course, we do that through the word. We, through that, we do that through our, our personal, intimate relationship with him. And I want you to know that God has got a wonderful plan for every person's life. I think it's a verse in Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. It says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a good hope and a future. So if we would follow God's plan, it's, it's going to be all right. <laughs> Amen. And um, yeah, so let me start with our journey. Um, and initially um, in, in ministry, like I said, you know, I, I feel like my whole life has been uh, in ministry because like I said earlier, my dad was a pastor. And uh, so, we, so I was born into the ministry and Nolene's parents were believers as well. So she was, they were not pastors, uh, but they were Christians. Right. Um, a number of years ago, uh, and, and, and tonight I'm just going to take one segment out of our life and share with you because I believe it fits very well with the um, theme that you have uh, for this month, talking about stories of hope, talking about recycle and repurpose. Uh, re how God will take the things of our lives, recycle them and repurpose them for his glory. And hopefully our story tonight will bring hope and encouragement to you and allow you to know that even in the midst of the journeys of our life, whether we have good days and bad days, God still looks after us and he has a wonderful plan for our life. So, it starts off in uh, the year 1995. Like I said, I'm sharing a specific season in our life. Um, I, I had served in a large ministry in Toronto, and um, I believe it was actually the stepping stone for uh, our preparation for my um, time in full-time ministry. Um, it was a pretty large church. I think we were over about 2,000, uh, over 2,000 members at the time. I sat on the board of directors. And during that time, it gave me the opportunity to realize and, and learn how big ministries operated. And at the time that I was serving, I never um, knew that there was going to be an opportunity uh, for me to be in full-time ministry in a capacity of a church administrator. And um, so I was um, uh, offered a position to work with a church, uh, a large church in the US. And, um, and the, 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 the role, role I was going to be serving in was as a church administrator, which means that I had uh, full responsibilities for the day-to-day -day operations of that ministry. Now, in the start of this process, um, uh, like my wife had mentioned earlier, I worked in the computer industry for about uh, 20 years. And during that time, I had um, and rose to the level of a service manager where I gave 
uh, oversight to a, a number of field engineers who were actually service engineers uh, in the computer field. And, um, and part of my responsibility as a service manager, manager was to handle conflicts with customers and, and all kinds of situations that would arise during the course uh, uh, of, of a day or a week. And, and I share that because uh, I, I think I did a pretty good job in solving um, conflicts between customers and our company. And um, uh, so, so as a result of that, when this position was offered to me in the, in the US, uh, there were some red flags that, um, that I saw prior to taking this position. And some of those red flags had to do with uh, um, dealing with an individual, you know, a person and, 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 and the potential conflicts that, you know, I might encounter in this position. And, you know, for, for some reason, uh, because I felt like I was very good at my job in the computer industry, I, I rationalize the fact that, you know, because this, the person who I, um, I would have been working with, I noticed there were some things and, I, and you know, in my mind, I, I said to myself, you know what, I could see some potential conflicts along the way, but I rationalize based on my natural experiences that I will be able to handle the conflicts in this, in this, uh, in a spiritual atmosphere. And one of the lessons that I learned was this, never make spiritual decisions based on natural situations or circumstances. I was in for a very rude awakening because I thought because I was good at handling conflicts in the secular field that I could do the same in ministry. And I, you know, I realized that that was not necessarily the case. And um, so, so it presented some challenges uh, for us in ministry. And, um, you know, I'd have to say that out of all the, 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 the decisions that I had made in my life, this was one of those areas where I couldn't say with clear certainty that I truly had a, a, the, uh, a clear direction of peace from God to, to, to move into this position. Now, what was presented to me at the time, the, the, the vision of the ministry and everything was so presented so well that I thought, you know what, this is something I would love to do. This is something I could do. And based on, on you know, what was presented to me, I just said yes to the position. And, um, so we transitioned to the United States. And, you know, of course, you know, when you move into a new um, job or new ministry, everything looks glamorous at the beginning. Okay. But it was a number of years into, uh, into the, uh, this particular ministry that we started to experience some conflicts. And those conflicts actually came to a point where it actually started to impact my family and it also impacted my marriage. And to the point where, you know, if, if we had followed the course, uh, my wife and I, we could have been separated today. We, we, we even potentially could have been divorced. But I am so glad that in the process, you know, God has a redemptive plan for all of our lives. And, and really, it, it still depends on us making the, the decisions to do the right thing. Okay. So, you know what, let me just add here too. It was, um, you know, um, when, we, when we moved to the United States, mm -hmm. it was a very big decision. 
So what we had to do was we just packed everything up, mm-hmm. shut everything down here in Canada and just moved the whole family. So that in itself mm-hmm. was upsetting, uh, uprooting for the family, you know? So um, I was I was going along with it, but felt a little unsettled, but I said, mm-hmm. you know, you, you always rationalize, like, like Sam is saying, you say, oh, it's gonna all work out, mm-hmm. you know? And you, you, you want to believe that you actually heard from God. You know, and you're thinking, yes, there's a measure of peace here. I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead. But, you know, we learned a lesson that sometimes you have to have peace, complete peace in your spirit mm-hmm. to make the move mm-hmm. that you need to move. Yeah. You know, so um, I went along with it and I said, OK, well, let's let's go. It was a difficult transition because once you've had jobs here and you had mm-hmm. a good working job and mm-hmm. um, you're already involved in ministry, just to uproot everything and just move to another place it was potentially um, shaking a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know? So when we got there, I think um, at the beginning it was great because it was glamorous. It was really great. Mm -hmm. And we met a lot of people. We made friends there. But as we got into the ministry, into the deeper working of Mm -hmm. the ministry, there were some things there that we found um, wasn't completely sound in certain areas. So we had Mm -hmm. difficulty moving forward with the areas that we needed to move forward in. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. caused, um, started to cause some conflicts. And like Sam was saying, if he thought because mm-hmm. of dealing with people with conflicts before it was easy, mm-hmm. easy transition to work it out, but it was, it didn't come that quickly, yeah. you know? So it was really a difficult season. So what do you do when you get to this mm-hmm. place, you've moved everything from one country to the next. Basically mm-hmm. we move from one country to the next. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Just pack up again and leave right away. You, ju- you just mm-hmm. can't make that kind of decision that quick, mm-hmm. you know, because um, you just made the move and then to pack up again and move was very difficult. Mm-hmm. So we, we sought the Lord and to see if this is something that we need to continue with, or if mm-hmm. we just need to uh, move back. So what happened was um, in the middle of that, this is interesting because we started to get sort of concerned about some things. So in the middle of that, I had a dream one night and I'll tell you this dream. And it's because of this dream, we figured out after the fact what was really happening. So in the dream, I saw Sam and I, you got to hear this dream so you'd understand what I mean. So in the dream, I saw Sam and I, we came up to this big, huge gate, like somebody is almost like a guard, you know, like those gated communities, you have somebody at a little post. Okay. So we got to the gate, the gate swung open, this big gate swung open. He said, Oh, great. This is great. Mm-hmm. We're going to go, we're going to go and find the, the treasures here, whatever. So the gate was open and Sam and I was just walking together mm-hmm. and um, we were walking really quickly through whatever it was. It seemed like it was a forest, but it looked like a nice pathway. Mm-hmm. But we got to a, a, a chasm or a chasm, a place we where cross, yeah. we could not cross over. And it didn't matter how we try. It's almost like we can see the other side. Mm-hmm. But it's this big chasm. It's almost like the, um, I don't know if some of you have been to the canyon in um, Grand Canyon in Arizona. It's like this big thing. And then you, you can't get over to the other side kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So we were standing there. And no matter how we tried, mm-hmm. we were looking around to see if we can fix a bridge, mm-hmm. get something to get us across. We just could not get across this mm-hmm. chasm. So what eventually happened was we had to turn around and go right back through the gate that we came came in. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So after that dream, I, this, and I don't usually dream and remember. Mm -hmm. So I remember this dream and this dream was very riveting. So I shared it with, with Sam and I said, this is, this is very unusual. Mm -hmm. And we came to the conclusion, you know what, maybe this is what is happening to us. Mm-hmm. It looked very good. The gate swung open to us. We came in, mm-hmm. but we just couldn't get past mm-hmm. some of the conflicts mm-hmm. that we were facing. Mm-hmm. So what the conclusion we came to is that we had to turn mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. go back to Canada. We is, had to go and back. The season was actually yeah. over. Like the season there was actually come over. To an end. Came to an end. Yeah. So I was just yeah. sharing a dream and the Lord was so faithful. I'm just showing you the faithfulness of the Lord mm-hmm. because at that point, we were so upset about so many things. We were concerned about so many things that that we were just, we weren't sure what to do at that point. So we started to seek the Lord about that. We prayed and then we had this dream. So mm-hmm. I think it was a clear indication that maybe it's time to just make a shift, mm-hmm. make a shift again. You know, so we turned around and went right back out. So mm-hmm. 
what I felt, what we felt the dream was saying to us is that we probably just have to return, just return to back to Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So go ahead from there if there's yeah. any more. And um, and before before I I, I, I go further, you know. Having the peace of God in making decisions is so vitally important. Mm -hmm. You know, I came across a verse in Colossians chapter 3, 15, and it says, let your heart be always guided by the peace of the anointed one. And, um, you know, so like I said earlier, you know, there was not really a settled peace. We just went on the fact that I uh, made this decision of the fact where, you know what, this looks good. I think I can handle this, you know, but when it comes to things of the kingdom, you really have to have the heart of God. You have to have the mind of God. You need the peace of God uh, in making decisions. And um, incidentally, um, uh, you know, that same piece that I'm sharing with you, well, well, okay, I, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, we come back to Canada and we ended up in a city called Ottawa, which is the, 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 capital, um, city. the capital of uh, of of Canada. We're, we're all Something our, like a Washington, D.C. Yeah, like your Prime Minister's DC. office and mm-hmm. all of the um, mm-hmm. ambassadors of the different nations live in this area. Beautiful city. Anyway, we came back and, and, and actually Crystal Gale had a very significant part in this process because we uh, we ended up uh, staying with uh, Nolene's sister and brother-in-law for for a little season uh, when we came back to Canada, and um, you know we needed to find a church to go to. And I remember Crystal Gale taking because we were in a word of faith type of ministry when we were in the United States. And we really, you know, I, I learned so much during those years. I, actually, it was my introduction to the word of faith because we grew up in a traditional um, ministry. Okay. Anyway, uh, we came back. Crystal Gale took us to a church. And the first church she took us to, I said, no, I don't, I, I don't think this is the one. She took us to another church. And it was not even a word of faith church. It was a church that would be similar to the assembly of God in the United States. We ended up in this church. And I'm telling you, you know, there were some things that I heard there and I saw there. I looked at the pastor, I looked at the staff, and I said, wow, this is the kind of church that I've always wanted to be a part of. One of the things, though, that stood out to me was how the, 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 the team the, the pastoral team and the senior pastor worked so close together in harmony. It was like I was sitting there in that church and thinking, wow, this is what I dreamed that I could have been a part of. Well, anyway, to, to make a long story short, mm-hmm. it wasn't long before uh, I was presented with an offer well, actually to be, be a part actually of this before ministry. That, actually, mm-hmm. before that, when mm-hmm. we left um, the United States, we had, we felt we didn't want to be in ministry again. Yes, that's we right. We said, you know what, yeah. uh, we're done. We, yeah. it was, it, the situation became such that um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it, it left, left a bitter taste in our mouth. Extremely and, yeah. bitter taste And we in said we didn't yes. want to be in ministry again. So, yeah. but mm-hmm. we went to the church, but our hearts were faithful to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that mm-hmm. our hearts were faithful to the Lord. And mm-hmm. we felt that we're, whatever is going on in our life, we're going to be serving the Lord. We don't know mm-hmm. what, in what capacity. Mm-hmm. All we knew is that we didn't feel we wanted to be in ministry, but our hearts were still mm-hmm. um, desiring to serve the Lord. So yeah. we found yeah. ourselves in a ministry that we enjoyed. So we just sat and just drank in every sermon. We were there every time the doors came in because our hearts were so broken. Mm -hmm. So we needed ministry ourselves. Mm -hmm. We needed to be fed. We needed to be taught the word of God again. It's almost like, it's almost like everything was just stopped. It came to a standstill. Things Mm -hmm. were broken Mm -hmm. in our hearts, Mm -hmm. but God was there. He's very faithful. And he led us to this church. Mm -hmm. And I felt this is the church Mm -hmm. that restored Mm-hmm. our love for ministry again mm-hmm. this is the mm-hmm. church that we stole our love for ministry again mm-hmm. and um god just worked through the pastor mm-hmm. it was unbelievable every time the doors were open we were there mm-hmm. they offered um i they offered me a job as a school teacher 
at the, the, the academy. They had an academy attached to the church. So I taught second grade for a few years there. Mm-hmm. And then Sam was offered um, mm-hmm. a position on mm-hmm. a pastoral staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was after we were sitting in the church for like months. So the yeah. pastor was just observing us and watching mm-hmm. because it was very unusual mm-hmm. for, for new people to be coming mm-hmm. constantly like that and, mm-hmm. and giving ourselves to the ministry. We're kind of mm-hmm. helping out in different areas, but mm-hmm. not really doing anything major. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, it yeah. was really good. The interesting thing about this was this past, the 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 extent of our relationship was on a Sunday morning, hey, pastor, good to see you today. And we, we just left and went home. I mean, we had no... Major contact. Major, you know, it is not like he knew me and I knew him. So when he when he offered me the position, I thought, wow, this has to be God because he doesn't even know who I am, right? And he offered me the position. I remember that evening very well. And, um, and you know, uh, I was so excited because... It was like the dream team that I desired to be a part of. And uh, like Nolene said, um, it restored my confidence in the ministry because when we left the ministry in the U.S., I personally, I wanted to have absolutely nothing to do with ministry ever again in my life. But you know what? God is a God of restoration. He heals broken hearts. And one of the key things in this process is that we had to make sure that our hearts were always tender before God. We, you know, we had to guard our hearts at all time. It took me a few years to work through, uh, a couple of years to work through the process because uh, personally I was on staff and I was deeply hurt at some of the things that, you know, that occurred. But God through this um, this process, healed my heart, restored my confidence level in ministry, and it was the greatest years of ministry that I had ever experienced in my life. And I believe it set the tone for us to be able to start our ministry a few years later where God just blessed us and um, and the ministry just grew and expanded. Yeah. And I wanted to just mention too that um, one of the things we found is that it's very easy to have a root of bitterness mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your heart. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about the root of bitterness. So once you begin to have negative feet, first of all, you have to walk into forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You have to let go things of the past. You have to forgive. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. very, very important in order mm-hmm. for your next step. Mm-hmm. because we found that um, if you don't forgive, um, mm-hmm. it, you, you just, it, you just going to short circuit your, your movement and purposes so of God God to move life. forward. Yeah. So forgiveness and letting mm-hmm. go things were, um, was very important and offense. Mm-hmm. We found mm-hmm. that um, we had to watch um, offense in our heart because mm-hmm. our faith doesn't work in a, on, a, on an offended heart. Mm-hmm. We uh, yeah, faith doesn't work on an unforgiving heart. Mm-hmm. So we had to realize that we had to come to the position that we because people get hurt in ministry. Okay, mm-hmm. ministry is not always um, nice. You mm-hmm. know, we deal with people all the time. It's God's mm-hmm. people. We deal with mm-hmm. people all the time. So mm-hmm. you know, even though we have this relationship with God, we're dealing with people on this level, mm-hmm. on a lateral level. Mm-hmm. So there's always hurts. There's always, and of course. We have the demonic realm Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. influence people. So it's the spirit behind Mm -hmm. uh, people sometimes that say and do the things that they do. Mm -hmm. But um, we found that in order for us to get to the next step, Mm -hmm. we had to let it go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had to let go. And that was a process that uh, both of us had to walk through. We had to let things go. Mm -hmm. Forgetting those things which are behind Mm -hmm. in order for Mm -hmm. us to move forward. Mm -hmm. So this pastor was Mm -hmm. pivotal. Mm-hmm. He was very pivotal in helping us in that journey yeah, to get yeah. past the issues mm-hmm. of the past. Yeah. So the involvement was um, restoration in ministry, which I believe that God has allowed him to do, mm-hmm. allowed him to get us back into ministry. No, we had no idea. We didn't know this man at all. 
And now that this scripture that we shared at the beginning, Psalm 139, 5, mm-hmm. really, uh, 139, 16, mm-hmm. really came into play mm-hmm. because he said he created us to do mm-hmm. ministry. He created mm-hmm. us and he had a, a books were open before him. Mm-hmm. So in that book is written all the plans of God for your life. Mm-hmm. You see? So his plan was, even though it was interrupted and we may have gone to the United States without a clear direction for him, mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. was faithful to get us right back. It's almost like he were routed and mm-hmm. got us right back in track. And he mm-hmm. got us right back in track because mm-hmm. we had a forgiving heart. Mm-hmm. We forgive, we let it go because mm-hmm. this is where I think mm-hmm. people get tripped up. Mm-hmm. You see, they, they hold on to the things of the past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they can't get, they can't get past it. Mm-hmm. You know, so in Psalm 139, five, um, that same chapter there in that book and, and I, I want to suggest that some of you guys read it psalm 195 talks about the lord going behind us and saving us mm-hmm. or healing us from the hurts of our past mm-hmm. psalm 139 5 speaks about that he mm-hmm. goes he says he's in your future mm-hmm. he's telling you to come mm-hmm. he's telling you to come already in your future but he said i'm going behind you mm-hmm. to to save you from the hurt of your past yeah. so that was so powerful for mm-hmm. us so i believe at that juncture because mm-hmm. we let it go mm-hmm. we choose to let go to hers mm-hmm. forgive mm-hmm. and at that point we saw stuff started to happen yeah we got into yeah. ministry uh yeah. we were offered of positions it's almost mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. almost like the, the, the just moved a curtain away and just mm-hmm. we, we just went on from there. Go yeah. Ahead. So our relationship with God is so key. I'm, we're going to wrap up here because I notice our time is going by very quickly. You, you cannot allow bitterness to enter because bitterness is a destroyer of destiny and purpose. Okay, uh, our relationship with God during this process was extremely crucial. Walking in integrity was essential if we were going to fulfill the purposes and the plans of God for our life, right? God, you know, uh, one of the things that we learned is that God's um, plan is always redemptive if we are willing to follow his path. Mm -hmm. Nolene and I, we decided that we were going to choose the higher ground, to walk in integrity, to walk in honor, to walk in respect for those that we served under. Because, you know, if uh, it is difficult if you're working for somebody and, and, and they're not handling you right, they're not treating you right, that it is difficult to, to give honor and respect in, those, in, in, in that scenario. But if you, if you are going to fulfill the purpose and the plan of God for your life, it is absolutely important. It is absolutely essential that you honor those who are in authority over you. It didn't say, you know, honor those who treat you well. It says honor those who are in authority. So whether they treat you well or not, it is our responsibility to 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 honor them. Now it it is not um, uh, it is not what so much what they do that count is how, how we respond yes. to the situation that is vitally important. And you know, I want to um, add one thing here that sometimes the situation doesn't change. Mm-hmm. There are times when you cannot fix it. There mm-hmm. are times when things cannot change, circumstances mm-hmm. cannot change, but mm-hmm. God changes you. Yes. He changes yes. you. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So sometimes you have to leave the situations mm-hmm. you cannot change. You may mm-hmm. have to move on mm-hmm. or you have to allow God to heal it or to mm-hmm. take care of the situation because there are mm-hmm. times that I found that sometimes there are misunderstandings mm-hmm. you can't fix. Mm-hmm. You cannot fix. Mm-hmm. You have to leave it with God. Yes. But in order for you to be healed, you have mm-hmm. to leave it there. Yeah. You see, mm-hmm. so that God can fix it. So he fixes you. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. gives you that ability to move forward mm-hmm. you know so so we saw the redemptiveness of god and the mm-hmm. the um his 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 um his ability to um to change a heart inside mm-hmm. and to still restore our ministry mm-hmm. and to bring us back to that place where mm-hmm. the, where we could be very fruitful mm-hmm. where we could be fruitful because i i'm telling you we felt that everything was lost mm-hmm. we weren't able to like it's almost like we lost a footing Mm-hmm. We lost a footing, mm-hmm. but God says he will never allow a foot to slip. There's a mm-hmm. scripture that talks about that mm-hmm. or to fall. Mm-hmm. He will never allow us to fall or slip. And God is so faithful. Yeah. Just 
because mm -hmm. we decided that we're going to serve him and that he's Lord of our lives. So anybody yeah. here on this call tonight, if you've had um, situations in your past or you have had situations that you're walking through now mm -hmm. or in anywhere, you mm -hmm. could be in your job anywhere, mm -hmm. you walk with God closely. Mm -hmm. Give these things to God. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Because mm -hmm. there are times when you will not be able to fix it, mm -hmm. you know, and you just have to trust God through the whole situation. You yeah. just have to let it go yeah. in order for him to get you to move from point A to point B, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you can't, you can't graduate to third grade if you haven't passed second grade, mm -hmm. right? You have to pass second grade yeah. to get to third grade. Okay, yeah. so you find that if you mm -hmm. don't deal with the situation there, you go around the same mountain, mm -hmm. you stay in second grade for maybe mm -hmm. four or five years before mm -hmm. you actually get past you know so you have to talk to the lord about it you know because some people just feel like okay i just leave the situation so and i'm, I'm gonna just kind of work it myself and they do all these natural things but really it's a spiritual thing it's a spiritual thing that god wants to get to you he wants to get to your heart because that's the core of your being and it's in the core of your being is where he connects with you so if you don't get rid of that hurt in that area Mm -hmm. You can't move forward. Mm -hmm. You have to get past that. You can't mm -hmm. get to third grade unless you pass mm -hmm. second grade. Yeah. In other words, in the kingdom of God, you don't skip grades. Mm -hmm. You got to pass every grade. You have to pass one grade one to get to grade two. You, it's not like the school system these days, at least here in Canon, you know, you can skip from grade one to the three and four. You can't do that in the kingdom. Let me just wrap up with this. There are wonderful benefits and significant returns waiting for those who walk uprightly. There's a verse in, in 1 Peter 4, 8. It says, uh, righteousness brings lasting benefit in everything. So here's the good news, and we close with this. Our conf uh, The good news and the whole redemptive uh, uh uh, testimony of what we went through is this. Number one, our confidence was restored in the ministry again. Number two, my marriage and my family were restored to a healthy place. Number three, we experienced the blessing and the favor of God as we moved forward and eventually started our own ministry. And for me personally, that was an inner dream that was fulfilled in my own personal life. And, uh, you know, all along, while all of this stuff was happening, God was in the process of doing a mighty work on the inside of us. I never thought for one moment that I would be able to look back at the situation and say, Lord, I thank you for allowing me to walk through those that season, even though it was bad, even though it was hurtful, it was painful, I was able to say, Lord, I thank you for allowing me to walk through that season of my life, because what it actually did was prepared us for our own ministry when we went in as senior pastors, and the now pastor. and now we were, we were the pastors responsible you know so it was preparing us all along the way god has a strange way sometimes of preparing us you know taking us through situations that are not extremely pleasant but our heart posture always has to be in a place of total submission to god and allowing him to work out his purpose and plan for our lives. And best yeah. of all, mm -hmm. and I, I'll close with this, and I think my wife has a couple, just a couple of points here. Best of all, my children are the beneficiaries of what God has done and accomplished. I look at Crystal Gale today in the ministry. <laughs> and if we had told her that she would have been in the ministry, she would have said, absolutely not. <laughs> but you see, God was working out his plan in her life, you know, and I think God kind of tricked her a little bit because when she actually met Sean, Sean was not in the ministry. I think he was an accountant at the time, you know, and but, you know, so so God kind of tricked her and says, OK, you know, and then eventually, you know, but but this is how God works in our lives. And and the other thing is. In Psalms 112, uh, verse 2, it says, 
the seed of the righteous shall be mighty upon the earth and the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Today, I can say that my daughters, Crystal Gale and Ashley, they are blessed. Amen. And so we look forward to, to the days ahead and as an encouragement to someone who might be listening here tonight. You may be going through a difficult time. You may have been hurt in ministry for all that I know. Okay. Just submit to God and allow him to work out his plan and his purpose in your life. Listen, there is nothing like following God's plan and purpose. Mm -hmm. Amen. And if you do that, I'm telling you, it's going to turn out all right. What, what I'm sharing to you is not theoretical. What we're sharing with you tonight, we have walked through in our own personal lives. And today we are blessed people. Amen. We are experiencing the blessings of God and the, and the, and the grace of God, the mercy. I mean, it's... It, it couldn't get any better than you know, it is right yeah. now. And you know what? Um, one of the things we close with this, God, don't see us as failures. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes uh, people feel, okay, I missed the mark here. I, mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't successful in a certain thing. or I wasn't, and, and then it's, it, and not only ministry, it could be any mm -hmm. um, work that you're doing. Any yeah. aspect of your life, it could be in the secular field, mm -hmm. wherever you are. Sometimes you, we tend to feel we feel that like God doesn't see us as failures. We're mm -hmm. 10. Mm -hmm. written all the time yeah. and one of the things that um i'm also leading a, a online bible study right mm -hmm. now and i always tell the women based on that scripture in romans 8 that god accepts you he loves you he mm -hmm. accepts you mm -hmm. and he values you mm -hmm. those are the three things you're loved you're mm -hmm. accepted and, and you're, you're valued, valued. Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter what's going on mm -hmm. as a child of god you are mm -hmm. valued yeah. by god mm -hmm. so nothing is a failure he doesn't see us as a failure mm -hmm. he sees us as, he sees us as an opportunity to turn things around mm -hmm. if we would yield to him yes. and if we would give him a whole heart yeah so i want to encourage all of you tonight that ministry is good i think hopeland church is great He's a great part mm -hmm. of that church. Um, mm -hmm. I think um, I've seen some good things since I've been there. So if you're hooked up to Hopeland Church, it's a great church to be hooked up to. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about, we, we're not talking about for perfection mm -hmm. here either. We got to mm -hmm. remember that. God is not expecting us to be perfect. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not going to be perfect mm -hmm. till we get to heaven. Mm -hmm. You're going to see things or hear things or discover mm -hmm. things that you can do without or you could do with. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You serve God where you're planted. Yeah. You serve him with all mm -hmm. your heart. Mm -hmm. And if there are issues there, just pray. Mm -hmm. Just pray and get past it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But serve mm -hmm. God and be mm -hmm. faithful to the ministry. Yes. And God is going to do as you're faithful to him. He's mm -hmm. going to be faithful to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for the privilege and the opportunity of sharing. I hope that what we've shared with you tonight is a blessing it's an encouragement to you and um and the journey ahead is filled with great adventures great possibilities uh amen thank you so much thank you that was really good thank you uh mom and dad that was solid uh, that's the real deal um, there's a lot in there. We, we put some of the, just some of what was said and obviously the scriptures in the chat there, but I mean, anybody and everybody can take something from this. I was telling uh, Crystal Gale while they were speaking, like dad said it, but I was said it even before he said it, that they're not just talking like that. You could tell the weight of their words. This is something they authentically lived and are living. So you know, um, and that, that's where the impartation happens yeah. and they've been, they've been through it and mm -hmm. they are able to testify on the other side, obviously. Mm -hmm. And there's such a, an anointing and a graciousness when they're talking, you, you know, somebody's been healed and has victory and authority in an area when they talk about the unfavorable things. And the presence of God is on it. <laughs> like, like that, that, that's the God, that's God's way. That's God's stamp of approval. So thank you.
That was really awesome. Um, Thank you. Thank you for the privilege of sharing. Um, I don't know if anyone has any questions, um, but we are gonna gonna come in in for a landing. landing. Landing Um, um, Just you guys, can you see the chat, mom and dad? Yes, we can see the chat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was, I just, I did wanna ask like one question and then- Okay. Okay, can I, wait, can I ask this one, do you mind? No. Sorry, like, so um, real quick, so people can know, parent, just like, how old was Crystal Gale when you guys moved? And like, maybe that, cause then they can kind of attach some sort of, well, some sort 19, of crunk, oh, 95. 1995. So how okay, was, Crystal Gale, uh, yeah, 95, I think um, she was in ninth grade. I was nice. 14 or 15. No, we moved after. Like I started 10th grade in. Okay, she moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she started 10th grade mm-hmm. and now she started sixth grade. Yeah. I, I think uh, it was nine and sixth grade when we got there. So yeah. even that was a bit of a challenge. That was a bit of a challenge mm-hmm. because you had to go to new mm-hmm. schools and all mm-hmm. that. And it Post was a, bit, a difficult season for all of us. Yeah, was, I remember it was very impactful for, for girls. Uh, um, yeah. With the move, I, I remember this one quick thing. I remember when we took the Canadian license plates off of our car. They cried. And we put on the U.S. license plate. <laughs> they cried. Our oh, girls cried like a, <laughs> like a baby. Wow. Because it almost felt like there was a separation. There was Like it was a was closing, a, the final. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Anyway. But, but they survived. They survived. Praise God. And also just... Some people know this. Crystal Gale met her friend Tara. Yes. Chris, who ended up being my friends. And that is how we actually met. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. yes. And yeah. actually, I have um, lifelong friends too that I met there. They're still my friends today. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're my closest friends that I have right now. They're in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. Those are two women that I met um, mm-hmm. when we were there in the United States and we've been friends mm-hmm. for over 20 years now mm-hmm. and they're stuck we're all stuck together like glue mm-hmm. we pray for each other mm-hmm. we talk almost every day or every yeah. other day we are talking so yeah. even in that the lord was redemptive yes. with yeah. friendships yeah. You see? so yeah it's interesting it's some of the hardest times you can see some of the most beautiful fruit that comes out. yes 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 yes, yes. because we've only been married now that was 1995 <laughs> I met him in 2007. 2007. And that's because of Tara that you met your friend. Yes. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have come to California. There was no reason for me to be here except to visit. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So even. Yeah. Yes. Your life. You don't see it when you're in it, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Find God. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is so redemptive. Mm -hmm. Find him. He's so redemptive. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like how you were saying, parents, it was your response to it that brought the blessing. Yes, yes. With your yes. brokenness, humility, yes. forgiveness, <clears throat> dealing with what that the negative caused in you that yeah. brought the blessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's powerful. Yeah. And something, too, that I've always carried with me, I never forget this, and anybody who's talked with me at any length of time, um, when we talk about making decisions and stuff like that, I'll, I never forget um, dad always telling me, you need to have the peace of God mm-hmm. when you're making decisions. If you don't mm-hmm. have that peace, don't do mm-hmm. it. Don't do it, yes. Just don't yes. do it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and some people are like, well, what does that peace feel like? Mm-hmm. When you're walking with God, yeah. you, you know. know what that feels like. Exactly, you know. exactly. Yeah. And, and if there's no confusion when you're walking with God and you're not feeling at peace, you know what that feels like right. in your spirit. Exactly. So the yeah. important exactly. is walking with the Lord so you know mm-hmm. when he's talking to you. So when those mm-hmm. hard decisions come, they're not as um, overwhelming and they right. don't take mm-hmm. you out. Right. Because yes. mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't overwhelm you and you don't get overtaken by having to make these decisions because mm-hmm. you're walking with God and you're like, you know what? Even mm-hmm. if I make a wrong decision, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know that yeah. God is still walking with me in the middle. Yeah. Yes. But yes. I think the peace of God that I've carried with me, that's something mm-hmm. I've shared with people. Um, mm-hmm. that what was the scripture, Dad? Is a scripture in Isaiah? 
Isaiah 55, verse 12. As a matter of fact, that was scripture. When when I was offered the position in Ottawa, that was the scripture the Lord gave me before I I was even offered the position. And listen to what it says. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Amen. Right. And when that when that position was offered, all I mean, the joy of the Lord, just I was so overwhelmed with joy and the peace of God just came right in. And I knew that this was God. And I knew that this was a position that I was supposed to take. So we you got know? right so, back on track. You yeah, got us right, right back. back. On track. Yeah. So our mm-hmm. failures now mean nothing to God. Yeah. yeah. He could fix it. He can mm-hmm. fix it. And mm-hmm. so we just have to yield to him and yeah. be in, in, you know, yeah. he'll just turn it around. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. even though you, you feel you may have uh, missed it mm-hmm. in terms of um, whether you thought you had the peace or not, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. sometimes we go ahead and do things mm-hmm. right? yeah. because we, mm-hmm. we, he gave mm-hmm. us a mind. Mm-hmm. We have our own mind and we make decisions. Mm-hmm. So we're not robots. You know, we are just making decisions in life. Yeah. But sometimes we may make the wrong one. There are times when we miss the mark. And he's still faithful. But he's still the, faithful to mistakes. reroute you and get you yeah. back on the path that you mm-hmm. need to be on. Yeah. Yeah. You see? And just one last thing, Pastor Sean. <laughs> one last thing. Um, Hurting. If there are hurts in your life, you really need to ask the Holy Spirit and God to help you get rid of those hurts. Yes. Because here's another thing. Hurting people hurt people. Hurt people. If you're hurt, and particularly if you're in the ministry, if you go into the ministry with a lot of hurts, you are going to hurt people in the process. Mm-hmm. So it's vitally important that you get rid of those hurts and allow the Lord to work in you. You don't, you know, one of the things for me personally is I was not 100% healed when they offered me that position, right? I was in the process of being healed, but because my heart was plabbled before God, he was able to work with me and join that process, total healing and redemption came. All right. So don't feel like you always, you have to to be be perfect perfect to to move forward with God. No, allow as long as your heart's posture is in the right place with God, he will take you to the next level, to the next level, to the next level, until you get total uh, and complete healing over whatever situation you've been going through. That's really good. That is so good. Parents, you're legit. When are you guys coming to hang out with me? Yeah, just pray. Everybody pray that we get through this uh, COVID thing so we can come to California. <laughs> Anybody want yeah. to come to California? Yeah. We're in total lockdown. We're on yeah. lockdown yeah. right yeah. now. Mom and dad. Yeah, we need to get out of Canada. <laughs> We're in lockdown. I'm serious. We're Mom, in lockdown. Mom and dad can preach, and me and Crystal Gale can go on vacation. <laughs> Bill, hold it. my grandchildren. I have to say that. It's my grandchildren. Yeah. So, for real, I, I, honestly, we're asking everybody as a prayer request, just praying for all that to, mm-hmm. to be able to happen. We, we, we talk all the time about that and just even in our planning. So we, I want the parents here. I, I know. Christina. And I want to have um, street taco. Yeah. <laughs> street Let's do it. We know where to get them. All right. Yeah. We'll close tonight, everybody. Um, mom and dad, thanks for coming. It was nice having you on here, parents. Great. I loved it.